Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better go! Show me the money! We like, like the juice. juice. Yeah. Yeah. Time juice now for the Cashin' Out Podcast. I'm Scotty Vegas with Anthony Rothman. And uh, Anthony, you know, uh, listening to your show a week ago, it's it's got me uh, thinking big, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I heard you and Maddie talking about building a humongous parlay. I decided to follow along, uh, and I and I did a parlay. I did the Celtics to win the NBA championship with John Rahm to win the PGA. I threw in the Buckeyes to win the national title game. And I did uh, the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I liked all of those, all four of those. I, I think I, I, I steered a little bit away from yours. You had the Braves winning the World Series instead of John Rahm winning the PGA. But it was fun. And I put 100 bucks on it, and it just happens to pay $150,000 if it wins. <laughs> Listen, the cross-sport championship Woo-hoo! parlay is always fun. Yes. They have to go in order a little bit. And we'll know soon enough with the NBA whether it's alive or dead. It looked like it was dead. Then it was on life support. Now it's back going. And maybe we have a shot here if the Celtics can keep going. Now, I started this very conservatively. I think you've taken it to another level. Because I think I originally started literally with the Eagles and the Buckeyes. Yes. Like, that was it. Because it was a a pair of 7-1, to something like that. I'd have to go back and look. But... I think that one really had some teeth to it. Uh huh. The one that, and maybe you can give me the odds and what it would pay, but I felt like going college football and NFL was fun. I saw value on both. And so I think that pays pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so Ohio State now currently, and again, this is different across different yeah. different apps, but Ohio State currently is is seven to one in most places, and the Eagles were eight to one. To win the Super Bowl. So those you, you parlay a seven to one and an eight to one. And then you can throw other things in it, like I'll give you what that I one. Did. I'll give you that one real fast. So that one real fast, the just the Eagles and the Buckeyes. Yep. Is going off at sixty seven to one. Okay. So a hundred bucks gets you sixty seven hundred. Just on those two. And then you know what happens with gamblers. You know with guys like us, we're like, Oh, wait a minute. Now let's now this. let's get greedy. Let's say hey, if that could happen, why couldn't the others happen, right? You're like Listen, it's hard enough to go three for three picking damn games. You yeah. and I are trying to pick champions, but <laughs> sometimes that you feel a little safer with, you know, odds on favorites. So baseball, now here's the funny thing about the Braves. They've just lost a couple of pitchers now for a couple of months. So now that, will that affect them winning the World Series? I don't know, but I like to stay away from hockey. I think that's a little too nuanced for me, and it's already been proven now in hockey on how crazy the NHL playoffs have been. So we stayed away from that. So you went with a golfer, which in the PGA, I got to tell you, it always seems to me like the PGA is the toughest one to predict. It always seems like you have a no-namer over the years. Does it not? Uh, Yeah, I guess it is one of the tougher ones to predict. But I, to me right now, Anthony, there are two guys who have completely separated themselves from the rest of the golf world. I really do believe that Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm, I think the mm-hmm. winner is going to come out of those two. They're just playing so much better than everybody else. That's why I like to throw both of those guys into parlays. So let me give you the winners of, I believe these would be the last, I don't know, five or 10 PGA championship winners. 
Now, surprisingly, there are more popular names than I thought. I yep. thought this used to be kind of a no-name major. Let me try and guess a few. How right. many How many years are we going back? You can go back. as You can Five. try to get your streak going. See if you can start it with uh, last year and keep going. All right. So I can give you the course. Like last year was at Southern Hills in Oklahoma. The year before that, it was at Kiowa. Does that ring a bell for you? That's obviously Phil. That's Phil. So you got that right. And I know Kepka won. And by the what? way, how crazy was that that he won? Oh, it was you never would have had him, right? It was unbelievable. Yeah, that the was odds a shocker. Crazy. The Boy. year before that was in San Francisco at Harding Park. The year before that was Beth Page Black. Uh, then they played Missouri at Bell Riv. Yeah. Um, then geez. Quail Hollow. I mean, we got Justin Thomas, right? And we had yeah, uh, we got, had Phil Mickelson. We got them both. We had Brooks Kepka. Was that three years ago or four years ago that he? So you got that, and he won it back-to-back. Okay, three and four. 18 and 19. Okay, I couldn't tell you five years ago. What was the course five years ago? Five years ago, well, that was the one that Kepka won in 2018. And then in 2017 was at Quail Hollow in Charlotte. Was that Rory? No, but good guess. Rory was at Valhalla in 2014. Justin Thomas won it also again at Quail Hollow. Okay. So Thomas won it last year at Southern Hills, and he won it in 17 at Quail Hollow. And then you kind of go into the Jason Day. You throw in a Jimmy Walker in 2016 at Baltus Rawl. Uh, Jason Duffner. Now I'm going back 10 years. Yeah. Right. So, and by the way, that was the last winner. They played at Oak Hill back in 2013. So it might be good for us right now. I know, listen, 10 years ago, right? A lot, of, a lot can change at a golf, you know, in the golf world in 10 years. But I'm going to bring up the leaderboard of the last time they played at Oak Hill, which was 2013. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so okay. 10 years and ago. And they completely redesigned this course, yeah. by the way. Yeah. So so this one, it looks like that it was Duffner, then Furick, then Henrik Stenson. Oh, Remember geez. Jonas Blixt? Yeah, yeah. Scott Piercy, oh. Adam Scott, David Toms. Ooh. And how about this? Jason Day was there 10 years ago at minus three. Interesting. He finished tied for eighth. What then was the Dustin, winning score? The winning score was 10 under. Okay. Yeah, so everything yeah. I've heard leading up to this is that it is a very long and very, mm. very, very difficult course, almost playing more as a U.S. Open as far as difficulty versus a PGA Championship as far as uh, courses go. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I guess getting back to the original yeah. point of of picking a winner there. I just think there's been such separation. Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, yeah. if they are in the tournament each week, <laughs> they are at or near the top Crazy. every single time. I mean, Scotty Scheffler today is at the top of the tournament that, that's going on this week. The and by Byron the way, Nelson. can I give you some on that? I have rarely, if ever, seen a favorite of a PGA Tour event be like three and a half to one. Yeah. Now, there's nobody in this thing, but even then, to have that big of a field and have a guy be three and a half to one. And here's, I laughed at it because why would I even do that? It doesn't seem like there's good enough value and look what's going on. And you know what though? What was it? Three weeks ago, John Rahm in the Mexico open was yeah. four to one. And the only real competitor in that one was, was Tony Fina. Finau and, he wins and Finau wins it over him, <laughs> over him. The two of them were right there. So like I heard, I heard Doug Kazarian say on ESPN the other day, he's like, He's like, wait a minute, Scheffler's like plus 330. He goes, I'd rather bet him to miss the cut. Yeah. It's just more fun to try to get value. And obviously he would have lost that bet. 
But and now he is tied for first place. So, but anyway, I just think there's such a separation. I know I've already thrown some long shot bets out for the PGA, but I like the idea of taking. Now, there's two NBA teams I'm interested in taking. Mm-hmm. I'm ta- I'm taking Boston mm-hmm. or I'm taking the Denver Nuggets. I love the way the Nuggets are playing. All right, so let me. So I would put the Nuggets yeah. in uh, into the parlay. So here's what I'm going to do for you. Yep. I'm going to build you a Eagles, Buckeyes, Nuggets parlay. Yes, but also I want to throw oh, in. <laughs> <laughs> I, you I want to know what that Scheffler. total is? Yeah, th- what's that total? That total is a hundred bucks. Would pay you almost twelve grand. Okay, that interests me. That is good. <laughs> I would hope so. That would be that would be fun to have because guess what? If you get that NBA one, then you got a lot of fun anticipation for football season. Right, That's the me, beauty of the future. Let me put in. So you want me to add Scheffler? If I can, I don't even know if I can find him. Or at least at the PGA, I don't know if I have. He's my, probably like eight or nine to one. I'd have because right now I have just Byron Nelson up. I'd have to try to find the PGA. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Instead of that, for just kicks and grins here, let me put in him this week. Well, he's probably even money so at right, this point. Yeah. So right now he is even. Let's see what that did to it. So that changed it from a little under twelve grand to forty six. Okay. So now Eagles, Buckeyes, Nuggets, and Scheffler this week is $46,000. Boy. <laughs> on $100? Yeah. 46, you want to go in on that? So it's Scheffler. We get the first leg if he could just win this week. And and I think he will. Scheffler, Eagles, Nuggets. Buckeyes, Nuggets. Ooh. So they would go in order of Scheffler, then Nuggets. Then Buckeyes, then Eagles. So Can you imagine enticing. if we got three of the four and the Eagles are as good as we think they're going to be? We'd have to hedge on every damn team in the playoffs yeah. that they faced. Yeah. I mean, Ohio, Ohio State, Let's because obviously the college football championship would be before the NFL uh, really get. I mean, the NFL playoffs would be going starting right yeah. about the time of the national championship, right? So you would get that third leg with Ohio State just as the right. NFL playoffs are starting. Yeah, we'd have to get oh. that done. Oh! But that's just throwing in Scheffler this week when you already know, you ever get this big head start of knowing he's going to be in it. And it gives you months, Anthony, of of building up of, oh my gosh, what do I've got? I've got a lottery ticket on this. And by the way, Ohio State and the Eagles to win it all. That that's what I would predict actually right now. It's not right. Let's so, we're saying it's not far fetched. It's not anything that would make you feel like you went out on a limb on. But it is about the championships. What if? Okay, and I don't like to do this, but let's do it. What if you separated Ohio State and Georgia, and you put Georgia to win the national championship in college football? With the Eagles and with uh, Scheffler and with the Scheffler this week Nuggets, yeah. So you're basically saying take out Ohio State and put in Georgia because you could bet this both ways, right? All do, right, I'm gonna, do multiple times. Georgia's only three to one. Yeah. All right. So what that does that takes your. Let me see if I can get this done for you. I'm really interested. Yeah, that that knocks it down. So a Scheffler. So a Scheffler, Eagles, Georgia, Nuggets get you to twenty five grand. Okay, still yeah. pretty solid. Yes, incredibly solid. <laughs> and it would be nice if you had both Georgia and Ohio State heading into college football season. So if you get through that mm-hmm. 
first two legs, and that's what you've got. Uh, yeah. right, anyway, it is so much <laughs> fun to build those. Those are those are that's actually my most fun thing to do. Now, a lot of times, I will pair. I'll take individual games and pair them with futures. At yeah. the ma- at, like I did with the Masters, yep. even though I got skunked at the Masters until Sunday when I had to bet Rom. But it is great to have long shots, man, especially if they're kind of in and around it. It's just the, it's such a big field to the PGA, and you're just trying to figure it out. But you're right. I agree with your initial assessment. You can't go wrong right now having Scheffler or Rom. Yeah. You just can't. The other, the other strategy on it could be getting rid of – the Eagles to win the Super Bowl okay. and just keeping Ohio State to win the national title. That way, football season-wise, you only have one team that you really have to worry about, or you could take the Eagles instead of Ohio State. But Well, I'll tell you what, I can build that for you right now, and yeah. that just kills it. Oh, it does it? knocks it off the shelf. Well, then you Scheffler, need to... Georgia, Nuggets is like 2,500. Okay, so then yeah. you would need to take the, like, 8-1 to one on mm-hmm. Rom or Scheffler yeah. at the PGA. Yep. So, All right, right. exactly. So let's look at the uh, NFL schedule release real quickly. Uh, any highlights to you yesterday? Was there, is this an overblown thing? Who really cares about this? Or was this something that you were really dialed into? No, I was dialed into it because, you know, I like to see where teams, you know, have their bye weeks. I like to see, you know, how many consecutive road games could they go on a streak of wins or losses. I do like on paper to see strength of schedule. Um, where they kind of rank them. And I know this is all on paper and there's nothing to predict as far as injuries go, but you start liking teams overs and over and unders, and then you start looking at their schedule. It's almost impossible to bet an over-under without seeing their schedule. I don't know why people would do that. Um, I can understand why maybe you're doing the future because that's a big sample. But, no, I I like that. And I'll tell you, it's interesting to me. You know, I think the Jets um, have a really, really tough schedule. Really tough schedule, especially out of the gate. Um, I certainly like – I actually like the Browns' schedule. I don't like it at the beginning, but I actually like it overall. I don't know what their over-under is, but I'm probably going to bet them over. I think they're probably in the nine-and-a-half or eight-and-a-half somewhere. I mean, they got to be one of I think they were the nine. nine yeah. yeah, I might take the over on them. I think most things have to go right for the Browns to get to ten, but I think they can do it. But, yeah, I like to now look and see on paper, and then I can really identify their future. And here's the funny thing. Like, you and I just went – like the Eagles a lot because we think the NFC is fairly weak. So I want to know if those odds, that seven and a half to one on Philadelphia, is technically matching up with their schedule. The Eagles and the Bills have the hardest schedule of any projected division winners. So now, while I why I laughed at seven and a half to one, how could they be offering seven and a half to one? We already knew the opponents they were going to play, but and that was that seems built into that number now. That they do have a difficult schedule. It doesn't mean they're not going to make the playoffs, but I think that's stuff that that I was locked into last night. So last night they gave uh, 272 NFL games. They posted <laughs> the games, and uh, lines were posted for all 272 yeah. games within 30 minutes. I mean, that's <laughs> another funny thing is the gambling is within 30 minutes of the release you had every single nfl game you could bet on there's a couple interesting things that that uh, came out of it the saints win total is nine and a half but they are favored in 10 of these games because they have one of the easiest schedules the bucks are only favored in one game all season long but they have a win total of six and a half so they're only a one favored in one and their total is six and a half. The Bengals are actually favored in 15 of the 17 games and their win total is 11 and a half. 
Cardinals yeah. are underdogs in every single game, and their win total is four and a half. So kind of interesting. Very. You know, I, I like this part of it. I'm not one of those guys that – now let me ask you a question. They, they've offered these lines, these way-ahead lines. Can you bet those lines? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you find them easily? They are out there. Yeah. yeah the, they are out there on on the different betting sites. And for they're sure. probably more than happy to take your money for the next six months. Absolutely. Or whatever, right? Absolutely. And, and, yeah. and there could be a little bit of value out there if you're, yeah. if you're looking at, because gosh, releasing 272 games of lines within 30 minutes uh, is, is pretty ridiculous. So. I, I always have this phrase and I've used this a lot and it's kind of my own made up phrase. Vegas is not in the business of telling you what's going to happen. Vegas was built on knowing that something always will happen that you're not thinking about today. Yep. And that's how they were built. They're not in the prediction business necessarily. They just absolutely know that what we're thinking now, we're only thinking in absolutes. We have no clue. Injuries, just different factors, weather, everything, just – we have no idea. A bad penalty, uh, a controversial call, like nothing. They just know that this game is so unpredictable that they're willing to play the odds on that something bizarre is going to happen. That why that way you and I and everybody listening, we're betting on stuff that we're looking at on paper that we think should happen. Vegas is in the business of telling you, we don't know what should happen. We know something's going to happen that you have no clue about today. So well said. Absolutely correct. All right, that is the Cashing Out podcast for this week. Next week, we're going to get into the PGA Championship. We're going to do our little majors draft. We're going to bring Moneyline Mark back. That'll be so much fun. Join us next week on Cashing Out.